Happy Sunday, Tampa Bay. We're with you for another week here on the Duncan Duo Real Estate Show, like we are every Sunday at 10. Uh, the Duncan Duo team with LPT Realty. I'm Andrew Duncan, and I am solo in the studio today. It's the holidays. You know, people taking time off, going and spending time with their families. And uh, what I want to talk to you about first out of the gate today is interest rates. And look, if you're like a lot of people, you get to the holidays and you kind of say, hey, it's time for me to take some time off. I, you know, you stop paying attention. You get ready for the family. You're, you know, you're you're engaged with all that going on. However, if you're someone that has been thinking about selling your home or thinking about buying a home, there is news right now that you need to pay attention to. This news really, you know, lit up the stock market this past week. A lot of real estate stocks and mortgage stocks rose pretty dramatically, and the market overall really liked the news because the Fed held interest rates. And they, the inference from uh, Mr. Powell was that rate cuts are expected in 2024. So what that did was it drove mortgage rates down. Uh, I know that seems odd because you're like, well, hey, they didn't actually change the rate. But the Fed rate doesn't you know, completely directly impact mortgage rates. It, it, is, it does have an indirect impact. So that news and that information caused mortgage lenders to scale rates down and investors to scale rates down uh, back – a few months ago, uh, we saw interest rates in eights. Uh, now we're starting to see them in the low sixes, and some down payment and programs are getting into the fives, and we think that's going to continue into 2024. So if you are a seller and you said, you know what, I don't want to sell my house because I don't want to give up my you know, 4% interest rate, uh, you're, you're getting a lot closer now. And, and I think this is where we're going to see uh, kind of a surge in the market in the new year. It's kind of hard to expect too much of a surge in the last couple of weeks of the year because the closings that would happen from now through the end of the year are going to be pushed into next year. But this news, I believe, is really strong news for not just um, you know the Tampa Bay real estate market, but lots of real estate markets around the country because it's going to knock buyers off the fence and it's going to knock sellers off the fence. There are a lot of home sellers waiting and not putting their house on the market because they don't want to go trade a rate and then go out and buy something and have to pay so much more for it. Now that the rates are getting a little bit closer to what they've been, uh, that will spur some activity. There, there are also a lot of people uh, looking at refinance opportunities that may have bought at some point in the summer. We're at the lowest interest rate point in about seven months. So uh, really good news for uh, the real estate market, really good news for mortgages, uh, and for anyone out there right now thinking about um, you know, buying uh, or selling you know, residential real estate. So um, like I said, if you're a homeowner and you're thinking about selling, go to DuncanDuo.com. You can get your home value estimate. You can know what your home is worth. You can know what an instant cash offer would look like. Um, if you're a buyer, uh, you can go to theduncanduo.com, search for all the listings on the market. Uh, the next thing I want to talk to home sellers about, uh, specifically with regards to uh, timing the market, if you are thinking about selling next year, now is the time to call us. We want to prepare you. We want to get your home on the market. Uh, we want to get you in place so that you can go onto the market to take advantage of what's going on. The longer you wait, you know, into the spring, uh, the more you may, you know, fall behind other people to get their house to the market a little quicker. The second part of what I want to talk to you guys about with home buyers, um, here's what historically happens with um, with interest rates and prices. When interest rates drop or they go down or they get really low, prices skyrocket, okay? Um, so right now you have this window where the market is going to take a little bit of time to respond 
to dropping interest rates. And if they continue into 2024, we'll see more appreciation in 2024 than we did in 2023. So what that means is the longer you wait to buy right now to take advantage of these lower rates, the higher the price is going to be. So even if rates come down a little bit, it could be offset by an increase in buyer demand and prices rising because the shift in the supply and demand curve. So make sure that if you are uh, thinking about it, that that you get going on it soon. Because again, prices are going to rise. With with you know again, competition is going to show up. Uh, just playing on it. So. Um, you know, what can you do if you're thinking about selling? You can meet with us now. We can give you some staging tips. We can give you some advice. We can come out and look at the property and determine uh, what you can do to best prepare your home for sale, to best maximize the value. Um, we can also do what's called a coming soon program where we create pent up demand for your home. It's something we've used for years uh, that we believe is one of the best tactics for uh, getting your home sold because it creates pent-up demand. It's kind of like the Black Friday sales. If you did any Christmas shopping around Black Friday, Amazon, Best Buy, TV commercials everywhere, pay-per-click ads, social media ads, and you knew weeks ahead of time what was going to be for sale and what the prices were going to be in a lot of instances. So you you kind of had an idea. It created this pent-up demand. Well, that's the same thing we do with the Coming Soon program. It's, hey, look, this is coming. We have this property. It's not yet listed, but it's coming soon. And it, it allows the activity to hit very, very quickly. So even if you don't want your home on the market during the next few weeks or till after the new year, we can still get the ball rolling to get it marketed to maximize your value uh, as we move into next year. So again, you're listening to the Duncan Duo Real Estate Show. When we aren't on, make sure to follow us on all of our socials. We are at the Duncan Duo, uh, Twitter, Instagram, uh, YouTube. TikTok, Facebook, follow us on all of our socials at the Duncan Duo. Regularly putting out regular, uh, regularly putting out great real estate content, uh, videos, listings, neighborhood focuses, statistics, all the things that you need to keep you updated on what is going on in the Tampa Bay real estate market. I want to talk next. I ta- I I mentioned this a little bit um, the uh, a few weeks ago, um, but it's the Money.com ranked the top cities for the best places to live. Um, And Tampa um, was way up on the list. Uh, The three Florida cities that hit, two of them are in Tampa Bay. Both Tampa and Sarasota made the top 50 best places to live in the U.S. So why did Tampa rank as high as number nine? It's a rare combination of exciting, action-packed, and affordable. People that live here you can hear them grumble that, hey, look, prices are going up and it's getting more expensive and it's getting more crowded. However, if you compare it to the prices of New York and Los Angeles, as well as the traffic in those areas, we are still very attractive to a lot of people across the country. Um, average sale prices in the 400s um, and and nightlife, um, you know, 20 and 30 somethings love coming to Tampa Bay. Uh, they love Ybor City. They love Water Street. They love the addition. They love going downtown. So there, there are a lot of um, options out there for nightlife, uh, and our real estate is still affordable compared to other parts of the country. So some other quick facts uh, that help Tampa continue to rank really high on that list before I transition to Sarasota, uh, winning sports teams. 
we've got winning sports teams. We've, we've got the Lightning and the Bucks that have won uh, championships the last couple of years. We have the Rays that have been a contender, even with one of the lowest payrolls in all of the sports. Um, and our climate. Uh, let's face it. Uh, you know, there are a lot of people post-COVID that got stuck inside and, you know, in cold climates. Uh, and and they jumped the gun on getting out of the cold climate. They wanted to be in more, you know, a, a warmer area, and uh, they wanted to be around all that Tampa has to offer. I think the other thing that, that sets Tampa apart is the culture. You really do kind of have a melting pot with a, with a lot of different cultural diversity. Um, it's a city that's got a little bit of everything. Um, and and again, while we have seen our traffic get worse and our prices get higher. Um, it, 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 it's going to continue to go that direction because a number of people that, um, you know, that want to live here. The other thing, unemployment rate of 2.7%, which is, uh, another, uh, really good statistic for a large, for a city as large as Tampa. And when you look at Tampa, you also have like the entire Tampa Bay MSA. So you've got St. Pete, Clearwater, Riverview, Brandon, Valrico, Lithia, but, you know, Newport Ritchie, all these parts of of the Tampa Bay MSA benefit by the things happening in Tampa. Uh, and and again, people that want to be able to go to a lightning game, but maybe they're not going to live in Tampa. So all of that continues to drive activity to Tampa. Uh, next on the list, Sarasota. Um, again, some of the best beaches in the world. Uh, an artsy, an artsy culture, uh, great architecture. Uh, Sarasota homes are rather expensive compared to Tampa. Uh, five hundred and sixty-eight thousand was the median sale price in twenty twenty-two. Um, money said the population in Sarasota tends to be older and less diverse than neighboring Tampa, so it is a little bit of a slower pace, less populated, um, and and ultimately um, still also with uh, the two point six percent unemployment rate. But yes, yeah, so Tampa ranked in at number nine, which was uh, when I looked at it the the highest ranked coastal city, um, and again. People want to be in coastal environments today. They got stuck in COVID. They want to retire. They want to get down to Florida quicker. Um, we're seeing people kind of jumpstart that, and our population uh, continues to grow. So if you are thinking about a real estate career in Tampa, I've got an opportunity for you at jointheduo.com. You can register for our career night. You can apply for one of our open positions. You can even set a career consultation to learn about LPT with me, myself, and I, you can do that at jointheduo.com. Uh, excited to be partnered with LPT Realty. They were out this past week doing a, a video uh, at my house um, about you know why I made the move after more than a decade with another company. And uh, just love where the company is going. So if you are a real estate agent, you're thinking about a change, one of the biggest reasons for my move is it allows me to help more people than having agents on my team. I can help business owners and people that want to run their team and grow their team. Um, I can help them with that through LPT Realty. So I'm super excited about uh, what's going on with the company at LPT, the fastest growing real estate brokerage in history. And again, you can uh, set up a one-on-one -on -one with me or apply for one of our open positions or register for our career night at jointheduo.com. So I want to uh, transition to uh, commercial real estate after the break. Now, the interesting thing about residential real estate is there are a lot of federal government protections around mortgages, um, around home ownership, um, that, that realistically will probably prevent any kind of major downsides of residential real estate like we had 15 years ago. That will never happen again. Uh, simply because of forbearance, 
how much prices have risen uh, and all the protections in place regarding mortgages and home ownership. However, the commercial real estate market could have some obstacles ahead if uh, interest rates don't correct enough in 2024. So I want to talk about that after a quick break here on the Duncan Duo Show. So we're back here on the Duncan Duo Show talking about the Tampa Bay real estate market. I want to transition next to commercial real estate. And if you did not know this, we do have agents on our team that are focused and do predominant, you know, dominant part of their business is commercial real estate. Uh, all segments of commercial, we've got specialists that that work in different segments. So if you are thinking about buying or selling commercial real estate, we'd love the opportunity to help you with that as well. You can do all of that at theduncanduo.com. So a new report finds innovation and adaptation are key to a to resilient real estate landscape for the future, talking specifically about commercial real estate. So the retail rebound has happened really in the last 18 months. Um, people are, you know, post-COVID, they they started going to stores again. People are now going to the office a little bit more. There's still going to be a lot of companies that have a hybrid work environment. So maybe there isn't going to be as much demand because some businesses, some owners, some companies learned how to pivot and operate effectively in a Zoom-type environment. Mine is not one of them, truthfully. I do not believe a lot in Zoom. I believe the best way for me to coach salespeople and real estate people in my company is in person. I think you lose too much in Zoom. However, there are plenty of industries where it can work. So anyway, the reason why there's a lot of concern over commercial real estate is it does not have the same protections on mortgages uh, that, and it's not as easy to refinance, and the mortgages aren't amortized as long as residential real estate. So residential mortgages are typically going to be 30 years, sometimes 15, sometimes 40. Believe it or not, today in certain parts of the country, you can get 40-year mortgages. However, with commercial, you do have a longer amortization, but there is typically going to be a five-year balloon, meaning that at the end of that five years, you have to either pay the property off or refinance it to uh, prevailing rates. So Debt is coming to the forefront right now um, when it comes to um, you know commercial mortgages. So what is basically happening if interest rates continue on this trend downward? It, this is it, it'll obviously help this. But what has been happening, especially with interest rates around the eights, in some commercial markets across the country, and it isn't really impacting Tampa as much because we've continued to see population growth and business growth and, and strong employment. But there are parts around the country that struggle with this. And, and the struggle for commercial real estate owners is that they bought, and let's say they bought when interest rates were in the threes or the fours, and they got a five-year um, you know, five balloon. At the end of that five years, now they have to refinance. Some of those are coming due. And they're coming due at 7 and 8% interest rates. Now, a lot of people predict that if rates continue to go down next year, it will soften the blow of any kind of major negative impact to commercial real estate. However, there are definitely great opportunities in commercial real estate when you can find people that are um, that are having that rate reset and the numbers don't make sense for them anymore. So um, to me, I think if rates continue to go down next year, it'll it'll strengthen and stabilize commercial real estate. But if if they don't, if they happen to stay where they are now and a, and a lot more rate locks are expiring that that did this in 2019 and 2020, um, people have to refinance. A lot of those commercial property owners are going to look at it and strategically default 
or try and renegotiate or simply say, this doesn't make sense for me to continue to to pay more to the bank than I can get in cash flow renting the property out. And that's ultimately what happens when interest rates go up as much as they did. So it's it's it'll it remains to be seen completely what will happen with commercial real estate, but there's a lot more um, movement, a lot more risk uh, because of the mortgage market. Um, and and those five year balloons that that in a lot of instances have started to come due and will continue to um, you know will will continue to do that next year. What I want to talk next though about is downtown Tampa. Look, downtown Tampa is kind of under a reinvention right now. It is dramatically changing. One of the safest places for commercial real estate in Tampa Bay right now is downtown because there continues to be strong demand, commercial development, a lot of very wealthy. Uh, real estate developers are investing in downtown Tampa because they see all of the potential. So um, when you when you do talk about commercial real estate, it can be hyper-local, meaning that I can say the Tampa commercial real estate market is going to do great or do bad, but there could be parts of town that are completely, um, you know, completely not following the norm. They're, they're an outlier. They are appreciating better or depreciating worse um, than other parts of town. So Commercial real estate really can make you know really can make a difference in terms of you know where at in Tampa Bay we're talking about, but close to downtown, the downtown district, close to employment centers, uh, those are still really great opportunities for uh, development and for for growth. Um, the other thing is, um, you know, like the residential real estate market, affordability continues to be a cho- top challenge for the commercial sector because if people don't have cash. People do have cash for the hedge funds, and look, they're going to keep buying. But if you're talking about individual investors and owners, it's a struggle for them right now to look at buying stuff until rates drop because they look at a, you know, an eight percent interest rate and they say this just does not make sense for me at eight percent, where it might at four or five. When cap rates are are pressed, you know, downward um, because of the mortgage rate that that many commercial buyers uh, need to obtain a mortgage. It, it definitely has an impact. So all those things are, are reasons why commercial real estate is a little bit more volatile than residential in the coming year, and definitely a lot more um, in Tampa Bay specifically, a lot more um, driven in terms of its impact uh, as uh, how interest rates turn out. So we're going to continue this conversation and talk more about the Tampa Bay real estate market after a quick break here on the Duncan Duo Show. So we're back here on the Duncan Duo Real Estate Show talking about the Tampa Bay real estate market. Uh, just almost three months ago, um, I joined LPT Realty after a uh, 13-year run with Remax. And a lot of people wanted to know, Andrew, what was the motivation for your move? And for me, I see a model in an entrepreneur that has a massive upside in uh, wealth building, not just for me, but for real estate agents that work for me that have the opportunity to earn pre-IPO shares and revenue share when they bring people into the company, doing things they're already doing anyway. Um, but what's really happened the last few, uh, the last couple of months that's excited me the most is the quality of people across the country that are reaching out to me about LPT Realty. The you know some of the top agents in the country I'm having conversations with, and they're looking strongly at the model. And for me, when those people start looking at it, you know. That it that it makes sense. They can't not see it at that point. They see it. They understand it. And so, what I believe happens is the more of those types of people that come, the more the the company snowballs and continues to grow. 
you know, I'm talking about the number one agent in some of the brands and franchises that have been around for decades, number one team in those companies. I'm talking to some of those people, and I believe that will provide a snowball effect for more and more people. Uh, once one of those influencers comes, then another one comes, then another one comes, and it just continues to snowball and grow because they they see the value of the model. So when, when you're talking about a real estate community like LPT, the thing that I like most about it is building community. And that's something I'm I'm excited about is building a community of other real estate agents and teams that want to grow, and that um, want to um, you know prosper while also continuing to support and help the mothership you know LPT Realty grow. And so I just um, I've been recording videos the past couple of weeks, and my plan in uh, 2024 is to launch the Do Over Movement. And the Do Over Movement, obviously, it's kind of a pun on words, but the, the purpose of me doing this is to help more real estate agents, um, not just locally in Tampa Bay, but across the country by creating content, giving them tips, giving them ideas that I've used in my business, sharing the resources that we've used, and continue to do that in a giving way to allow more people to have success, more people to learn, more people to get better, and continue to build that community. So we'll have an official launch date of the website and, and all the videos coming soon. But if you are a real estate agent, shoot me a DM. If you're thinking about a change, um, you know, let me know that you're interested in our movement. We're going to do masterminds and group learning sessions where we can all learn from each other uh, and help LPT Realty go. So so that, again, is the do-over movement. I'm, I'm really excited about it. And again, the quality of people that I keep hearing from for a company that's been around less than two years is is really powerful. Um, and that just tells me that everything about LPT is heading in the right direction or else all of these high quality top agents and top teams from around the country uh, would not be looking into the model. So again, uh, you can set up a consultation with me at jointheduo.com or you can slide into my DMs on any one of the social channels if you have some interest in uh, LPT Realty. When we aren't answering, when we aren't on the radio show or answering your DMs about LPT Realty, make sure to follow us on all of our socials. We are at uh, The Duncan Duo, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and Facebook. Um, again, at The Duncan Duo. Follow us. We're always giving away stuff. We're putting out good content. Uh, we do lightning ticket and jersey giveaways um, and, and so much more. Again, at... Um, at the Duncan Duo, I want to talk um, about foreclosures really quickly. Um, you know, you, you get these rumor mills where people think that uh, oh, the foreclosures are coming and there's going to be a, a fall and all of this. Um, the number of foreclosures is falling right now and has continued to. And I think that if interest rates continue in the direction that they're heading in, they're going to continue to fall because people have equity. We haven't seen drops in home values and banks, okay? Banks don't want to foreclose. Banks now package up their bad houses and sell them to hedge funds who turn them into rentals. They never hit the foreclosure market, meaning that that low comp never adjusts, hits the market, and pulls the market down. So foreclosures are never going to be the same thing they were 15 years ago. They'll happen, but banks figured it out, and the federal government figured it out. So the idea that we're going to see some sort of foreclosure crisis uh, is just not happening. Have we seen real estate corrections? Of course. We see a lot fewer transactions today. Uh, but the idea that foreclosures are going to cause prices to plummet uh, just isn't supported by any facts or data. Um, it, it's simply fear-mongering from people that may have been kids when their parents went through some rough stuff uh, you know, 15 years ago. 
but uh, the statistics and the data just do not support uh, foreclosures being some major, um, major thing. Um, as far as you know, the number of foreclosures, it's historically low. When you have this much equity um, and you have the government willing to do forbearances for people instead of quickly foreclosing on them. And then, of course, you have the banks that have figured out how to um, how to sell the assets in a way that doesn't lower prices. Look, none of the banks want the foreclosures because then that lowers the market and then that lowers their ability to uh, to loan people and get appraisals. So now they have different outlets for getting rid of that inventory or moving on from that asset that don't require it going on the retail market. They package up assets to hedge funds or they package up assets to each other and, and trade. Um, but the reality is foreclosures just will not be um, the uh, the phenomenon that it was um, 15 years ago. We're just not going to see um, we're just not going to see that happen. So this was kind of interesting. Um, my very first real estate lead uh, from advertising right here on WFLA, and this is, oh man, this is probably this is 15 years ago at this point was from a trailer. It was wheel estate, okay? Somebody was selling some wheel estate out in East Hillsboro, okay? And so when I was scrolling through the articles this week, I saw an article that said, want your home value to soar? Purchase a mobile home. And it just reminded me of like where my company has come from and where it is today versus where it was then. Um, because I remember getting that for, and look, we sold the property. You know, my company we have agents that work in all price ranges. You know, we've we've had months where we've sold a a seven million dollar, six million dollar property, and months where we've sold a twenty thousand dollar property. So we do service all price points still today. Um, but interestingly, um, the the mobile home market uh, showed a considerably higher appreciation the last several years than those of. Uh, stick built homes, according to reports from LendingTree, the online financial services market marketplace found that the average sale price of mobile homes shot up seventy seven point one percent between seventeen and twenty two, compared to forty six point seven percent for single family homes. So, um, ironically, sounds like a really smart uh, investment play for people. The downside, however, of that is that mobile homes can be very challenging to insure. Um, because they're not built to certain standards, they have they can have a lot more obstacles. There's a lot more risk in them. So what you may have gained in appreciation, the state of Florida insurance market being as challenging as it is, you probably lost some of that in extra out-of-pocket expense as uh, in- insurance rates for uh, mobile homes went up. However, which states have the highest and lowest price mobile homes? I thought was really interesting. Um, the price appreciation was greatest in Wyoming with a sales price of new mobile homes going up 127% between 17 and 22. Uh, the Cowboy State was followed by Illinois at 110.1 and Kentucky at 107.3. The states with the priciest mobile homes. And I have to admit, I was almost certain this was going to be us. When I when I read this, I thought, oh, this is a this is a Florida Man article right here. This is this is us. We're going to have the highest priced mobile homes, but it's not us. It is Idaho. At 168,500, Montana at 160, and uh, Arizona also at 160. So, um, our mobile home market obviously has seen price appreciation here, but we are not the priciest mobile homes or the hottest mobile home market. 
So if you've got real estate to sell, we can help you with that. If you've got a $5 million house on Bayshore to sell, we can help you with that too. It's just going to be a different agent, a different process, how we go about selling a, a property that needs work or is more inexpensive than one that is luxurious. It's a completely different process, completely different agent for us, um, and um, completely different marketing strategy. So um, we can definitely help you with all of those, but um, you know, it's just going to be uh, different in terms of the approach and the process. So again, you are listening to uh, the Duncan Duo Show here on WFLA News. If you're thinking about getting your home sold, you need to know what it's worth and you need to know what you need to do to improve its value Go to DuncanDuo.com. We're going to send you a free home value report. You're going to get the same report every couple of weeks to keep you updated on what's going on. If you're thinking about selling next year, this is crucial. Get the data now so you can be prepared. And different than going on to some of the online web portals where you're just filling out a form and finding out what your home value estimate is, uh, ours is better. And here's why ours is better. The company that you're going to, for that online home value estimate, lost billions upon billions of dollars trying to buy and sell real estate. If they couldn't make money on their own valuations, how can you trust the value that they're giving you for your house? So we blend multiple data sources on duckandduo.com, but we add the human element to it. So in addition to get an automated report, one of our team members is going to reach out to you from a customer service perspective and say, hey, what else have you done to your house? What are some improvements so we can make some updates to your dashboard so that you can stay up to date as you get closer to selling your home and we can give you tips about what you need to do by looking at the data and looking at the homes in your neighborhood and whether they have more beds or baths or better garages or whatever it is, we look at the data to help help guide you to make the right real estate choices. So the best way to do that, again, is at DuncanDuo.com. You fill that form out, you get an automated estimate, and then you continue to get that every couple of weeks, but you add the human element that all of the other online portals just don't have because they're spitting out a number. We're going to spit out a number, but we're also going to reach out to you and say, hey, what is unique or different about your home that maybe public records don't show? Um, and you get to see the trends. You get to see the home as it goes up, as it goes down, and learn uh, exactly what is uh, going on in your neighborhood. Because you can look at the news, and they're going to give you national real estate information a lot of the time, but but going to DuncanDuo.com gets you updated on exactly what is going on in your neighborhood. So again, we're going to be back wrapping up the show uh, when we aren't on air, false on all of our socials at the Duncan Duo. We're going to talk about how to spot the top problems home sellers hide. Unfortunately, it happens. We're going to talk about that after a quick break here on the Duncan Duo Show. So we're back here on the Duncan Duo Show talking about the Tampa Bay real estate market. And I'm going to skip what sellers hide, but uh, I'll tell you quickly, it's water damage is probably way up there. Mold is way up there. Structural damage is way up there. Um, on the list, but I want to get to the real estate statistics because I have not talked about them in a little bit. Uh, the Board of Realtors releases monthly statistics, um, usually the around the middle uh, of a month, um, and we've continued to see our average sale price in Tampa hover around the 450 mark, uh, hovering around three months of inventory, um, as well as it taking about 45 days for homes to sell on average. But what I want to talk specifically about, an article came out this week, and a lot of people have been talking about luxury real estate in Tampa Bay. And this is wild to me. I've, I've been in this business almost 20 years, and the number of homes sold this year above a million dollars is wild to me. 
1,154 sales of properties, residential properties, this isn't commercial, residential properties above a million dollars. Um, by far highest ever. Um, and, and, you know, just again, continue to see massive movement from people living uh, up north, running businesses that want to, you know, don't want to move to Florida. The other thing that I thought was really interesting about it is that, again, there are 671 homes on the market uh, that are above a million dollars. So while while you might look at that and think, oh, that's that's a lot, um, when there are 100 of them selling every month, um, it, it's really not that much inventory. It's about six months of inventory of homes above a million. When I first started and through a lot of my real estate career, you would see 15, 16, 20 months of inventory of homes above a million dollars. It would just take longer for them to sell. Um, and there was a lot sl- smaller buyer pool for luxury real estate in Tampa Bay. But the luxury real estate market in Tampa Bay has absolutely been crushing it. Continues to thrive. More people continue to move here uh, from other parts of the country. More millionaires moving here. While it's not Tampa, you saw recently Jeff Bezos moved to Miami. People looking at our our climate, our business climate, low state income or no state income taxes, low taxes in general. Um, the other thing I thought was interesting, the average sale price uh, just short of 1.7 million. So it isn't like you're selling a bunch of 1.1s and 1.2s. That means there's plenty selling in the three, four, five million dollar range. Um, 57 days on market too. So these homes that are selling are not sitting. They're not sitting for months and months and months. Again, I've seen that statistic as high as 180, 200 days for selling luxury real estate in Tampa Bay. In fact, it was almost a stigma with real estate agents that you know you're kind of marrying somebody if you're selling their high end property back you know 10 years ago. So that has dramatically changed. We continue to see it thrive, and and not just from resale, but we continue to see developers building and developing high end real estate. The Pendry downtown, uh, Water Street, the the JW. All these structures downtown, um, you know, we have one right now on Bayshore Boulevard, 1.99 million, um, and at Aquatica. So you continue to see this development of new construction going after a higher end market that really hadn't existed in Tampa Bay as much until the last few years. So we've seen prices rise, but we continue to see a very healthy luxury real estate market, 3.6 percent of all sales in Tampa Bay in 2023. We're above a million dollars. The other thing that I thought was interesting, I again, I remember years where getting a luxury property 10% off of asking was close to the norm. Now it's 4%. The list to sell price ratio of homes above a million dollars is 96%. Again, we're hovering around six months of inventory. We're seeing over, over 100 uh, sell every single month, 1,154 a year to date. So if you're someone that owns luxury real estate or thinking about buying luxury real estate, it is a separate market than than talking about the average or the norms or the people that need mortgages. Most people buying these properties are not getting mortgages. So it's not impacted the same way. And the marketing reach that the agent has to have can't just be local. It has to be a, a national slash international reach. Although realistically, we're not seeing nearly as much international activity um, just because of exchange rates and economies in those countries. Um, but but a lot of national moves that we're seeing a lot of activity there. So luxury real estate market in Tampa Bay. If you have a luxury home, you're thinking about selling it, go to DuncanDuo.com, type in your address, get a home value estimate, and we will come out and provide you a free consultation where we'll tell you everything you need to do to get your home ready to sell. Um, again, you can do that at DuncanDuo.com. If you want to know if you should make improvements or additions or modify it in any way, 
um, we will help you with that as well as giving you a uh, twice a month report on what is going on in your neighborhood and with your home's value. When we aren't on air, follow us on all of our socials at The Duncan Duo, Twitter, Instagram, uh, YouTube, and Facebook, TikTok, pretty much everywhere at The Duncan Duo. We also put the entire radio show now on our YouTube channel. So if you missed any part of this, you can go to our YouTube. You can just search for The Duncan Duo YouTube and uh, find us that way and um, watch the show or anything you missed or you want to go back and watch it again or something I said. And you can do that on our YouTube channel. So hope you have an awesome rest of your Sunday, Tampa Bay. Enjoy the holidays, and thank you so much for tuning in.